Hey, so before we get into the episode, I've got an exciting announcement. Coming soon to the Ellie Poza website is a directory where you can connect with a professional who's passionate and dedicated to supporting you on your life journey. I know how hard it is to find a therapist or coach who feels like they actually get me, which is why I wanted to provide a space where you can find the right person who can support you where you're at right now in your life. Well, that's all I'm going to say about this exciting new feature coming soon to eliposa.com. That's E-L-E-P-O-S-A dot com. All right, now on to the episode. You are listening to the Ellie Post Podcast, where we talk all about how to manage your mind, how to be successful, and to create an authentic life you are passionate to experience. I'm your host, Diana Carter. Thanks for listening, and let's dive in. Well, hello, everyone. I hope you are doing fabulous. I'm doing well. Life is carrying on. And I couldn't uh, ask for more. I mean, things are challenging for sure, but we just keep pushing forward, right? So in this episode, we are going to talk about your habit of future telling. Now, you may be thinking, well, I don't really practice fortune telling, Diana. And, you know, I get that. But listen, I want you to see how you actually predict the future all the time. And the way you predict the future dictates every action you're going to take. But first, it's time for our listener shout out. Today's shout out goes to Rivka out of Toronto, Canada. Oh, Canada. I'm kidding. (laughs) So Toronto is one of my absolute favorite cities. So I hope Toronto is doing well. Haven't been there in years, but love Toronto. It's so beautiful. It's actually where I had fish and chips for the very first time with malt vinegar, of course. And uh, it's definitely one of my favorite things to eat. So lots of great memories up in Toronto. Beautiful, beautiful city. So Rivka wrote, she actually was super awesome and left two reviews. And um, she wrote, thanks for the lovely ideas on how to manage fear. And she also wrote, very beautiful and inspiring thank you. Well, you are so welcome, Rivka. I can't thank you enough for listening to the podcast, and I'm really glad that you got something out of it. That really is one of my biggest drives and motivation is just to help inspire and give one of those little nuggets of gold, that aha moment um, that just helps us grow. So thank you, thank you, thank you for listening, and I hope you're doing well, and I'm sending you all my best. All right, well, let's dive into today's topic. As I mentioned earlier, the way you predict your future is directly related to the actions and behaviors you are currently taking. This is because your thoughts create your life. And when you are in the habit of predicting negative results for your future, you're going to be generating emotions for yourself that will be aligned with the future you're predicting is going to happen. So this is key. 
And it's a total catch-22 because you don't have any idea what is going to happen, but you believe so strongly that it's going to be negative. So you can't actually generate the positive, more moving emotions that are necessary to have a positive result. So if you're afraid of a certain outcome, that means you are predicting the result is going to be bad. Because to fear anything in the future, you have to predict a negative outcome first. That is what you are afraid of right now in the present, despite the fact that nothing has even happened yet. So when we remain in a state of fear, we are constantly predicting the negative outcome. Well, and how do people respond to fear? How do you respond to fear? And unless you are practicing taking deliberate action despite feeling afraid, you're going to do the opposite thing, which is to not take action. It's to avoid, it's to numb it out, or to deliberately make sure that the scary thing never happens. Now, fear isn't the only emotion we experience when we are predicting a negative outcome in our future. So see if any of these emotions resonate for you. Reluctance. Despair. Giving up before even trying. Defeated. Disappointed. Hopeless. Timid. Hesitant. Resigned. Now ask yourself, how can you possibly be feeling reluctant to something that hasn't even happened yet? It's because you are predicting a negative outcome. When you feel reluctant to make a phone call to a client, do you make the phone call? Or do the million other little important tasks all of a sudden seem super important? And when you feel timid, does that empower you to go to do that big social event you know, to put your best foot forward to make some new connection with people? Or does it make the bed seem super comfy and that TV show much more easy to binge watch? <laughs> you see, when we have the habit of predicting negative outcomes, we don't have the emotions that empower us, that move us, that motivate us in our present to do the things that would actually create the opportunity for a positive change to happen in our future. So more than likely, the negative outcome we are afraid of happens and the cycle repeats itself. So the good news is when you are aware of this tendency, this habit, you can switch it. Because like you and I both know, the future is unwritten. The possibility for a negative outcome versus a positive outcome, well, it's 50-50. But guess what isn't 50-50? The way you choose to interpret the outcome. That is completely in your control, my friend. So if you're like me at all, you notice you're pretty good at predicting negative future outcomes. <laughs> and you do it all the time. So this is actually due to our brain's negativity bias, but there are things we can do about it. <laughs> so what do we do about it? The first step is to simply notice in your life where you're having this type of emotion and what behavior you have in response to it. Get a little distance from it and observe the result it's creating in your life. 
what are other possible outcomes? And when you catch yourself predicting the doom and gloom outcome, rehearse the other possibilities as well. How does that feel? What emotion do you get from that? If it's slightly better and actually moves you in the direction towards what you want, focus on it instead. Create a new thought pattern. So then refocus anytime you notice the emotions that hold you back from the life you actually want and the experiences you desire to have. So you want to meet people, but you're predicting it'll be awkward. You want to ask for a promotion, but you're predicting you'll get fired. You want to ask someone out on a date, but you're predicting they'll say no. You want to try out for that audition, but you predict you won't get a part. You want to do whatever it is you want to do, but you're predicting the negative thing is going to happen. Well, ask yourself, if that negative thing happens, what does it mean? What story will you make about it? Because the future is unwritten, my friends, and we are the ones who write the story about it every time. Predicting negative outcomes only holds us back from living the lives we want. Will you have negative outcomes? Yes, sometimes you will. And what you make them mean is all up to you. So let it just be what it is. The catapult, the pivot point in your life, that one time you never knew would lead to something even greater than you ever expected. Let that drive you instead of the fear or reluctance or the trepidation, or the hopelessness. Predict for yourself an adventurous life where you have ups and downs, but through it all, you are excited about what possibilities lie in your future. All right, well, that is it for me today, my friends. I hope you're doing well, and I will talk to you soon. Hey, if you have a minute, please like and subscribe to the podcast. Not only does this help the podcast grow, but it also makes me feel wonderful. Thank you so much.